Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And other co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. We mostly cover the NHL, but we'll also discuss other happenings around the hockey world, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share any hockey news highlights or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, to start off today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the first day of NWHL hockey. What did you guys think of it so far? Yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, I think it was well done. Um, I I think the first game there with Toronto and Minnesota, not to really get into it yet, quite yet, but I just thought kind of things kind of seemed a little awkward. I get it; they're in a bubble; it's different. Um, it's a new team. For Toronto, they're trying to get things together. But to me, all in all, after the day was wrapped up, I think uh, they did a great job uh, with their bubble. Yeah, I think with the Toronto Metropolitan game, uh, it was that was the first one, of course, of the day, the first one of the of the season. And I was actually really impressed with the uh, with the footage this time around because I've watched the, the games on Twitter and Twitch in the past, and I think the broadcast, everything was just over and above what I've experienced before with the NWHL. So. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic broadcast. I actually like engage. I'm not much of a Twitch person. I don't. The only time I'm ever on Twitch is for the NWHL. But I love the interactions um, with uh, with all the other fans. Everyone going back and forth on the side. It kind of builds this whole kind of fun community on Twitch. I think. I guess maybe that's the whole point of Twitch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I thought it was a blast. What about you, Steve? I know you you got wrapped up with stuff yesterday, and you have a family and everything, but uh, you were able to watch some of the highlights. What'd you think? Yeah, there was you know uh, good pace to the games. Uh, you know, good plays by the goaltending. The, my only criticism was on one of the goals. Um, you couldn't the cameraman. Well, I don't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> he was uh, sort of focused on the defenseman as the shot was going on net. You're like, talking about the second goal for Metropolitan, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. And you couldn't see the puck going in that. So I was like, well, I would have loved to have seen exactly how it, you know, went in. But it's not the worst thing in the world, right? So first first broadcast, we'll cut them some slack. But, you know, competitive hockey, entertaining hockey. So, um, you know, going to be having, you know, my, my daughters watch some of that there today. No, that's awesome because there's going to be three more games on the um... – Three more games today. Now, this podcast, uh, anyone who's listening, you just watch these games so you know how they wrap up as uh, this podcast will be dropped on Monday. But this podcast is being recorded on Sunday, January 24th. But, uh, no, I, th- I thought the first game uh, between Metropolitan and uh, um, Toronto, this is Toronto's first game, by the way. They're, this is their inaugural game. I was really hoping you could see an inaugural goal, but, hey, maybe today, right? Uh, so somebody's going to score the first goal for the six. And I just hope it's, uh, you know, one of my draft, one of my, uh, fantasy draft, uh, individuals. So I'm, I'm rooting for McKenzie to score the goal because I drafted her for Toronto. Uh, so I'm, I'm more than excited to see McKenzie bury the first ever Toronto six goal. But, uh, this game was really, uh, again, well played and, uh, killed off. Uh, really was all over the place. She got, I think, the first two goals, like the second one that uh, the cameraman maybe didn't. She got, she was credited with both uh, goals uh, to start the game off for uh, Metropolitan. And then I think uh, it was Shelly. Yeah, Shelly was just, man, what a performance by uh, Sanjay yeah, Shelly. Yeah, Sanjay Shelly, yeah. 40 Sanjay shots, Shelley. 40 saves. 
Yeah, what a performance, because she really, I mean, she kept the door closed on Toronto the whole game, uh, which is, again, not a great game, <laughs> not the game you want for your your first ever game for Toronto. I think I think they played okay. Toronto seemed a little bit lost at times. Um, did did you did anybody get that feeling? Yeah, I think in that first period, that's exactly what it was. I mean, I get it. You're playing your first game. Um, a lot of these girls, you know, even in practice, I mean, limited. So um, I think they look a little lost. Second period, they kind of slowly started picking it up. Third period, I thought yeah. they did really well. I mean, they got 40 shots on net. I just think, you know, when you, when you get 40 shots on net, you're hoping to at least pop one in. I mean, they only they only gave up 18 shots. So, I mean, I think they had a decent game overall. Um, just unfortunately, things didn't fall in place for them. And hopefully, um, to you know, they had a, a good reset after last night's game, and they're back at it again today. So, Yeah, and with 40 um, shots on net, right, it's, you know, if you looked at their opponent's goals – the first two are shots from the point and deflections on in, right? So sometimes it's your shot selection, you know, and making sure you got the crowd and looking for tips and rebounds, right? So um, don't look for your first goal to be pretty. Just look for one of those ugly goals because they all count, right? So Absolutely. And that was the thing. So that was truly a net for uh, Toronto, which she's on my fantasy team. So um, she stopped uh, 16 to the 18 shots she faced. Uh, I thought she had a pretty decent uh, first showing there. Um, and I think it was Janiga. Can we talk about the hit on Janiga? Oh, oh dear Lord. Dear Lord. Uh, slightly hit late by, you know, even NHL standards, right? Yeah. It was just a tad bit because she had released the puck and it was going down. And she got railroaded. <laughs> and that to her, and to her, you know, uh, you know, my, you know, her defense, she popped. And she got back up with a smile on her face, right? Um, which I'm happy to see because you just never want to see anybody laid right out. But yeah, she got dropped, just yeah. dropped. Did you guys end up catching? Uh, so right after that happened, uh, they showed a, a clip of their bench, um, and I, I'm not sure what number it was, but one of the girls was basically being like held to the bench because she was ready to jump off the bench to go at the girl. Um, and I mean, in a, in in a game where you know contact is limited. Um, I mean, good for that girl for, for being a good teammate and wanting to go. I mean, I get it why they didn't let her go, but at the same time, maybe that could have been uh, – that would have been a TSN top uh, top highlight, I think, watching that girl come across the ice and uh, getting a new, good old Donnybrook. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I, I really like the bench shots. I've, I enjoyed what – because I, hadn't, I haven't seen that before. I like the, the way they have the, the cameras just installed right there in the benches. You can kind of get like uh, – just get right in there. It's it's cool. It's it's and then I also love the fact that uh, the the announcers were talking about it um, at one point because there are no fans allowed in games. You can hear everything the players are saying. Yeah. And so so they keep apologizing. I'm like, no, let them cuss. Let them. This is hockey. This is what they do. Um, I just thought it was it was so genuine. Actually, being able to just hear the benches and not hear fans. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to a hockey game where myself or at least one other person doesn't cuss at least three times. So when when I hear that and you know they say, oh, sorry for the language, and I get it, you know they're hoping to bring in the younger audience to watch the game, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, you know what, your kids probably out there saying those things to the players they play against too. So 100% they are, um, you know. But yeah, I think uh, it was a great, and I think it was, you know, not only did she she get back up, she actually scored the uh, the empty netter. Janiga, yep. uh, so she actually got a goal as well. Yeah, uh, just any... she okay. was on my team. Just saying, you know, that's, okay. that's a point. That's a point for the. It's <laughs> a point for the Power Pigeons. I was gonna. Oh, is that the official name of them, the Power Pigeons? Yeah, well, unfortunately, it would have been the official name, but uh, I'm gonna have to have a little talk with uh, 
ice guardians there. I'm going to have to send them an email because I submitted my team and for some reason it's not there. So um, I've been keeping my own track and even though if for some reason I can't get in and if for some reason I end up having the more points, don't worry, I'll still declare myself the winner. <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have to hit up Mike Murphy on Twitter. Uh, oh, I, I got what... Don't worry. I've already looked into it. I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> into this. Once You know, I put all this time in. I'm not going to just do it for fun. I'm, I'm here to win. <laughs> Well, honestly, yeah. When when you when I saw her name pop up, and I'm like, one of us had her. It wasn't me. I knew it wasn't me. She wasn't on my team. And I and then I think I texted, and you're like, yeah, she's on my team. Um, because uh, I mentioned it when she got rocked. And it's like, yeah, she's one of my players. And there she is. She got the she got the the you know the the empty netter, and that officially sealed the victory for Metropolitan. But honestly, really good game. I enjoyed watching it. Had a lot of fun. Uh, the passion's there. I love watching all my players. Like I had Tinker on the ice, and I had Russo, and I had a bunch of players on the ice. I'm going to have to see who all I had again. But uh, no, it was fun to see everybody playing. And just to have hockey back, to have the NWHL back, it's been almost a year since they held their last game. So um, awesome that it's back. All right, uh, let's move on to the next game. So with the next game, it was Minnesota-Boston. And this game, again, this was a this was a fast-paced game. Minnesota and Boston definitely stood out, I think. Uh, if I had to make an early season prediction, it will be these two teams that play for the Cup. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they're just so, so talented. They're good teams, and of course, Boston with with the with the ownership and everything can attract players, uh, which you know Buffalo used to be able to do before the Pagulas um, dropped the team. Uh, you know, and I will voice my disdain towards that Pagulas. Um, you know, no more one Buffalo if you you drop the the women's hockey team. But uh, honestly, I think it was a great game uh, between the two. Minnesota and Boston just came out there on fire. Uh, it was awesome to see. And did anyone know? Um, anyone have any little tidbits about this game? I see that. Uh, let's see. The first goal was scored. It wasn't my player. Oh yes, I did get a point this game. By the way, I don't know how the point system works with the NWHL yet, but. Um, I did have one of my uh, players, uh, Curtis, uh, Jonna Curtis, um, on Minnesota, score the first game for first goal for Minnesota this season. And as much as your power pigeons might be uh, trying to win all of this, um, my team's actually officially in the league right now. And Jonna Curtis is one of my players, and she scored so. Very excited about that. And well, just to rebuttal that, I just want to let you know that I had Winnie brought Brown, who was the defenseman, got scoring. So, like I said, build from the back end up. And uh, I mean, I'm 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 still sticking to what I said. Hey, and I had Levay. Okay, so again, is it Levay? Levay. Levay. All right, I had her in net, uh, so she was my other goalie. Uh, yeah, so that was one of my picks as well. Yeah, she yep. was. She and she played lights out. I mean, yes, she had 36 saves on 37 shots. Um, like I said, um, everything it was. She played Unreal, and I mean, I just got to say one thing. I'm a big equipment guy. I just, I did, I get that's their logo, but I just didn't get the fish on her pads. It just kind of I love it. Out I love it. I thought those pads are just sick. Uh, Steve, uh, did you see the pads for uh, Levi? Uh, let me go scroll up and see if I can see a picture of it. Yep. Uh, I love it. Got a nice big trout on her, dude. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
I think they are absolutely awesome. And so, dude, those pads are just sick. And when you're talking about the that first goal there, I think, did anybody have uh, Putigna on their team? No, I did not. I don't know if any of us had Putigna, but um, but yeah, so she got uh, she got the first goal for uh, for Boston there. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Your Winnie got the uh, basically the game winner. And yeah, on, the, first on a very goal. strange goal, she just kind of threw in front of the net and somehow bounced in. So, um, I mean, the Power Pigeons won't complain, and I'm sure the White Caps aren't either. Well, and Steve said it. Steve, what do you say about these goals? They were good goals. Like, there's nothing. Like, I was watching the shots go. You know, I watched all the highlights on these. You know, they're they're good goals, but again, you know, they're doing the right thing. Get the get the puck to the net. Look for your tips. Um, both goaltenders in this game played played really solid. So, oh yeah. It, this this was a good you know a good you know equal battle and you can't blame either you know the you know, Boston um, for feeling a little disappointed the effort was there it was a goaltending duel and these are the goaltending duels are usually the, the best hockey games to watch right because it means everybody's well it either means one of two things right both teams are clicking and their um, their offenses are clicking or both teams are playing like crap the goalies are keeping them both in it right but either way. When it's a goaltender duel, it's going to be a fun hockey game to watch, right? Um, so, so yeah, yeah, uh, you know, impressive highlights. Like I said, I'll have more feedback, you know, in the next set after I watch a couple of games here with with my family. Uh, Saturdays tend to be a little little hectic around this house, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I think uh, you even had, uh, I think, Steve, I think your goalie, uh, Lavisa Salander, I think she's on your team. Uh, she started in that for Boston, so. Um, and I think she, I think there was a 19 shots on it. So she made 17 saves. Uh, so yeah, I have to, yeah, double, I, have to I think I remember that too. Yeah. So yeah, ultimately I think I just didn't want to leave here and not shout out the goalies. I love shouting out the goalies. Um, cause they're the best players on the ice always. Uh, and speaking of the best players on the ice, we have to move on to the Buttes whale game and both rookie goalies. We got uh, Connecticut's Abby Ives starting oh, in. Starting sorry to uh, sorry to cut you off. I just we just talked about the inaugural goal for the Toronto Six. Yeah. And I just want to let you know they have finally done that. Who's to, yeah. who scored it? So from the Power Pigeons from Ottawa, Ontario, <sighs> Lindsay Eastwood gets the first ever Toronto Six goal. Wow. So both you and Steve, I think, get points there because I think yeah, he has we both had it as well. Yeah. That's the official first goal. Congratulations, Lindsay. Yeah. That's a gr- that's a big deal to get that first goal. Could imagine that feeling scoring, not just scoring your first goal in the league, but scoring the first goal for the team. So yeah, because uh, that puck's going somewhere. Yeah, that's not one you get to keep. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. I don't. They might cut it in half for, her, but. But that said, uh, as, I, as those games are live and we're talking about yesterday's games again, um, another power pigeon starting in net for Buffalo, Carly Jackson. Oh, and did she ever have a game? Did she ever? Dude, I mean, what a game. It, Losing effort, but I mean, you make 42 saves in a losing effort. That's not on you. I think you're looking at your team across the, across the bench and going, come on, help me out a little bit more here. She is such a good goalie. You were talking about her on the last uh, podcast that we discussed the NWHL on, um, having some familiarity with her background and why you picked her up. And I said, I've watched her on previous Twitch streams a couple months ago, and she's she's charismatic. She's fun to listen to. Um. Yeah, and she's an absolute athlete. I mean, she's playing. She's a two-sport national-level athlete. So I mean, you gotta be pretty damn good at what you do when you're a two-sport athlete. Absolutely. Um, but you're right. It was a it was a 
no fault to Jackson. It was a losing effort there for Buffalo. Uh, but yeah, stopping 42-43 and Ives stopping uh, 24 of 25. Uh, both rookies, both in their first game. So congratulations to Ives on getting her first ever NWHL uh, victory. Again, that's a big deal. Hopefully Carly's comes today. Go Buffalo. I'm part of the Buttes Brigade. And uh, uh, But I think it was uh, Kayla Fryson. Anybody, who has her? Somebody else has her, don't they? I uh, don't believe it's – no, it's not me. So, Steve, do you have Kayla? I swear you have Kayla Friesen. Hold up. Well, I will say that Allison Matteau did get an assist, and that's another Power Pigeons out of the Buffalo Buttes. So it's one more point for the good guys. Matteau, Matteau. That's his daughter, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's his daughter, Allison. And, and her, um, her brother plays – I think he's in actually the Montreal farm system. So, I mean, that's a that's a hockey family right there. You know, and that's going to be that's going to be um, Steve's daughters here. That's you know they're going to start the hockey, tr- you know, continue the hockey tradition if he puts them in net, Steve. Um, uh, and, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I think my redhead may be a big uh, bruising defenseman, but uh, <laughs> um, my 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 older one does not like to skate right now, so I got to remedy that if anything's gonna if anything's gonna go, my friends. <laughs> Yeah, and so on the Allison uh, Mateau assist, that was uh, Kristen Lewicki uh, actually scoring that goal for Buffalo, and I don't think any of us had her. Now, on Buffalo, I had uh, Cassidy McPherson, not aware of her getting any points, uh, any assists on this, but, uh, you know, she will. Watch for it. Wait for Cassidy to start lighting it up for Buffalo. And, uh, you know, just one of my many um, Pigeonhole Hockey podcast NWHL fantasy team members that is just going to prove my team awesome and i'm expecting a lot out of them so uh yeah i think the first day's games were really exciting and right now of course because i'm recording i don't want to be watching twitch at the same time so i don't interfere with uh internet connections and stuff like that but um i will after this podcast immediately be jumping off and catching that game who is uh toronto playing right now so toronto's playing minnesota and um just for everyone who's watching, this is definitely worth. I mean, they're only in the first period, but I just turned it on very quickly, and they're now up uh, two nothing on an absolute snipe. And I missed who the player scored, just because I'm not trying to, again, not have it up all the time, so it ruined the internet. Right. But uh, was a uh, was a very nice goal by Toronto. They're up uh, two nothing on Minnesota right now. Wow, I would not project the Toronto being up on Minnesota, especially that quickly. But yeah, uh, exactly. I think there's games every single day for the next two weeks. So anyone yeah. listening. Um, Give it a give it a look. Uh, join Twitch if you're not already. You don't on even Twitch. need you don't even need to join uh, Twitch. It's actually it's absolutely free. You don't need to sign up. You just literally Google uh, NWHL Twitch and it brings you right to their their page. You don't no sign in, no nothing. Oh well, awesome. Like I like joining on and you know talking with the fans. I'm doing you know I, I'm a I don't know what tier I am. I paid to you know be able to send whatever they call their emojis. I don't even think they're, they're not called emojis. They're called something emotes or something. Um, but, uh, and of course, you know, any money you provide, uh, on Twitch for that actually benefits the players. So, yep. um, you know, I wanted to show my support. If we're going to be talking about them to, you know, at least do some contributions here. I wanted to become one of the members of the beach brigade to try to get my cutout in the arena. And, uh, yeah. And for anyone, for anyone who's listening and kind of wondering why, you know, it's, it, they're, 
you know, we're talking about contributing money to the league and all that. Um, if you watched yesterday, they were talking about a few of the players, and I unfortunately didn't catch the name. I just kind of heard it in the background. Uh, one of them is a is a police officer somewhere in Canada. She was unable to take the time off work, so she wasn't able to join her team in the bubble. Uh, one of the Yes, and then one of the girls is, uh, I think it was Ohio State. She's an assistant coach for the Ohio State's women's hockey team. And again, because they're in a season, she wasn't able to take time off to go because of, you know, obviously she wants to make sure she gets paid. Um, so you know, it's one of those things where it's like if you if you get a chance to support uh, women's hockey, this is absolutely something that needs to be done. Um, I don't understand why they, you know we haven't caught up to. Uh, you know, the men's standard. I mean, they're playing, they're doing the same thing. They're leaving their families to go into a bubble. They're playing a game. Um, that's, it's their, basically their job, but yet, um, because I guess it's women's hockey, people just aren't, aren't into as much. I think this will really help it. Uh, now that's being streamed on Twitch and, um, you know, the championship we stream on, on, uh, is it, uh, NBC? Yeah, it'll be, uh, the last, uh, so the quarterfinals and the final, the Isabel cup final will be, uh, on NBCSN. And I mean, I, I mean, I, absolutely. I mean, I, everyone should tune in. Um, it, it helps them even just people tuning in. I know um, I was talking uh, to Haley, my wife, about it, and she was even saying that she had read somewhere where how the, the uh, WNBA championship actually ended up getting, I think it was just about as much or even a little bit more viewership than the NBA finals did itself. And that's kind of what NBC said, Do well, you know what? All these other women's sports are doing so good. Why not bring hockey onto yeah. it? Hockey is such a big sport. So the thing is, is the more people watch, and the more people get into it, it's just going to be better for these women. So, I mean, um, I'm all in, um, and I'm, I'm glad this is finally happening. No, I'm with you that because I think and that's a, it's a critical aspect, just watching it um, and not finding some way of supporting it. And that was one of the things where, um, you know, going to Buttes games when you could. Uh, and, of course, I rarely lived in Buffalo at the times when I could go to games. Uh, but when I have been there – um, I've been able to go to games and it, it's, it's critical The showing that support at the arena, uh, is, uh, Hey, it's, it's supporting the players financially because you're buying tickets to go to the games. All the, you know, if you buy a player's Jersey, I think the portion of that money goes directly to the player. So you're specifically, you know, supporting that player, the Jersey you're wearing, um, and, uh, again, if people, if, if they start seeing a lot more people, at the games and selling these games out, they're going to get into the bigger arenas because there's more money attached to it and businesses like money. So at the end of the day, you know, uh, watching these, even on Twitch, uh, you know, there are businesses taking note of how many people are watching and, um, and interacting with the league and being a part of the league. And like if the, if the WNBA can do it and the NWSL, right. The national women's soccer league, Yep. It's huge. I mean, yeah, it's massive. You know, I think the WNBA has been around since the 90s, and they get a lot of support from the NBA. Um, I don't think the NWSL, as far as I'm aware, I don't think they get any exterior support. I just think it's popular. Um, I, I think the the U.S. program obviously supports a lot, and that's it's pretty big over in the states, obviously. Um, yeah. But again, yeah, there's no like major sport that like you know major league sport that's kind of saying like, hey, this is our sister teams or whatever. Um, which right. I think really the, the NHL needs, I think needs to do. I mean, I, I, right now, I think what needs to happen is obviously there's, there's a split. Um, you know, we're, I know team Canada right now is in a, uh, a bubble of their own. So a lot of the, you know, top name Canadian women's hockey players aren't playing this. They're playing, they're doing their camp in a, in a bubble. Yeah. Um, and I really think it's because of the split right now. I think once, you know, things get better and we can kind of 
you know, make one league or if they want to go two leagues, wherever they want to do it. But, you know, the more teams we have out there, the easier it'll be to kind of really have people start really supporting and really watching. I mean, if you've got two leagues going on, I mean, I think ideally it'd be one big league would be best. But if they had two leagues going on, it's it's twice the amount of hockey you get to watch. So I think the NHL really needs to jump on board and, and start uh, start helping them get to where they, they need to be. Because at the end of the day, it's going to help the NHL. Getting out there supporting women's hockey and talking about it like on our podcast and other, you know, sources like Mike Murphy does a great job on the ice garden of stats and bringing attention to it and writing about it. Um, you know, this is this is what the league needs in order to grow and advance and to get the attention it deserves. And like you said, the NHL stepping up more than they have because basic entry level contract is more than they gave to the league. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just you know, kind of sad for the NHL not to have given more and, 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 you know, put their, put the money where their mouth is and, and show up and really pick this league up and, you know, give, uh, give the athletes, you know, living wages so that they don't necessarily have to choose one or the other. They, you know, they can go, do I want this to be my job or do I want that to be my job? And um, I think if the NHL picks, helps pick up the NWHL a little bit here. And like you said, have like, you know, the sister brother teams. Um, I think that's critical because there's a lot of people out there spreading the comment section yesterday, the people that want teams in their cities, you know, this is, this is one people want this league. It just needs the support. Exactly. And I mean, like I said, I think both sides need to come together on the, you know, the women's kind of split right now. And there's, you know, there's many reasons for that. And you obviously can't get all into them. But uh, I think once, you know, equality is reached, um, women's sport, women's hockey is just going to soar. Um, I mean, look at it right now. Like I said, you know, they're, they're streaming on Twitch. They've got all these people watching. I mean, they've made a bubble. They've been successful. They're showing they can be a successful league. They just need a little help. Absolutely. And I think that's the big aspect right there is help. They just need the help to there's people that don't know it exists, have no idea that this is an actual thing. And that's, you know, getting NBCS time or NBCSN time is huge for a league like this. And so honestly, to wrap up this podcast, did you boys hear about the news of NBCSN? I don't think so. I, I know yeah, that probably that, doesn't affect you up in Canada. <laughs> yeah, that it's going to be ending their partnership with the NHL. Yeah. Um, cool. No, they're shutting down the league. Yeah, they're sh- shutting yeah. down the channel. Well, yes, yeah, so I mean they're shut. Yeah, sorry, yeah, shutting down the channel. Yeah, so um, yeah, that one is. It's going to be interesting. Like, there's some articles um, on the Atlantic. I want to read to what's going on here, right? Because um, I'll be honest about one thing: is I don't subscribe to cable TV here in the yeah, United States I. because it's just it's complete waste for me, right? I'm just I have a bunch of channels and shows that I could care less about. And it's all commercial. Like when I'm at my dad's house and I'm I'm there and he'll have the TV on, it's literally 50% commercials. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. I'm like, I don't want to sit there and watch commercials. I, all I want is sports and, you know, Letter Kenny. <laughs> so that's, that's all I want. One of the huge problems, right, is the streaming services because that's really what the NHL needs to be looking at, right, is cable is such a big moneymaker for them, right? And... Uh, let's be honest, NBC was at least doing a good job with their coverage. ESPN was horrible, like even from their that horrible oh. commercial they had last season. Oh, what's Puckhead's and the idiot that has equipment on from the, like the 1920s that was 10 sizes too small? 
we we just love hockey. We know hockey. I'm like you guys don't know it. You guys suck at oh, it. Oh, that commercial was awful. Oh. I hated those commercials. And not yeah. only that, but like ESPN again. There's a, there's been a rift between the National Hockey League and ESPN since I was a kid. Because I hate it. I, you know, people are like, oh, did you watch whatever ESPN morning show they have on ESPN back in the 90s uh, where sports highlights? And I'm like, no, it's only basketball, baseball, and football on relevant days. And then they'll briefly talk about, you know, the NHL. They're like, oh, by the way, there were some NHL games last night. Oh, there was Stanley Cup finals. Oh, yeah, but did you hear this basketball player's foot is hurt? Let's talk about that for 40 minutes. That's that's the ES, that's ESPN I know. That's why Versus, when Versus became a thing, Versus was fantastic. I loved Versus, and then I think NBCSN took over for Versus, and I think a lot of people were upset uh, because if you remember the Versus network, I loved it. NBCSN's always been really supportive of hockey and having hockey on, and of course now they're going to be showing the National Women's Hockey League. So now my concern is I think they're talking about maybe USA Network taking over and that only giving me – the regular season games and then me having to scramble to find a way to watch playoff games every single year is just frustrating. Well, for because me, I, yeah, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what I did and it only temporarily helps, but I would subscribe to Hulu live, you know, for sling. Just the, I did sling. Yeah. <laughs> and Hulu live worked for us. Cause it was only, well, the first year it was, it was a lot less expensive. I think it was only like a, $19 a month, you know, wow. add on. So I was like, yeah, there we go. I get to watch those games. And then this year it was something like $29.99. But I said to my wife, I'm like, I'm going to watch every one of these games. So it's more than worth it for me. Right. Yeah. So there was that option, but that's, you know, and that's picking up the NBC thing. Like they really should work something out with one of these up and coming, you know, like a Netflix thing, right? Like yeah. Netflix, look at sports, right? Go Netflix, YouTube it. TV, something. They've got to figure out something where we can watch. Because here's the other thing that the NHL needs to fix with games is the blackouts. Of course, mm-hmm. people who out there, they can subscribe to their VPNs and such, and I just you know need to figure out what mine is. But the blackouts, like, the, I can't watch even if I could, because I looked it up, even if I could go to a Vegas Golden Knights game outside of COVID, and I'm six and a half hours from Las Vegas. If, the, if, if I'm being blacked out from both Colorado Avalanche and Vegas Golden Knights games, because that's what Utah they get blacked out for those areas. I can't find anything local that's going to show a Vegas Golden Knights game. So, A, I can't watch it on TV, and I can't go to the game. Why am I being blacked out? Yep. It makes no sense to me. Oh, the and blackouts so, are just awful. Like, here, the other night, I tried to watch a Montreal game. They're in Vancouver, sure. But that's closer than Vegas is for me. I can watch the Vegas game, but I can't watch the Montreal game. So I'm like, what do you like? what is even going on here? The blackouts are getting ridiculous with the National Hockey League. Yeah, you got to fix that. If I'm paying the, for a package, I, I'm paying for all the games. Yeah, the, the stupid thing is, right, they're trying to force you. So here in the U.S., what they're trying to force you to do is get the local cable package because they've got the deals yep. worked out, right? However, if I'm paying for a stream service through the NHL, right, then I don't I don't understand that, right? I should be able to watch that game through that network without, ha- without having to – subscribe to that network and other parts of it are they're trying to force guys to go to games well how the hell do you do that right how in in montreal games and ottawa games right there's only so much capacity right so especially with montreal you know uh, when they're playing well good luck getting a seat so you're punished you know if you you know if you you know because you can't attend a game it's it's so it's so asinine right so plus some of the prices of tickets in places like the bell center are just out of the they're, they're insane. Yeah. 
So they've got to do something because Canadians, like, yeah, they're even more frustrated than you are, Chris, because imagine being a diehard, you know, fan of one of your teams and you're constantly blacked out from a game, you know, and the worst one for me. You I know, am I think, Vegas. I can't get Vegas games. Yeah, but two, yeah, but two years, uh, I think it was two or three years ago, um, Montreal, this maybe four years ago, Montreal, remember Montreal was off to that insane start, right? They, they won, I don't know, 18 of 20 games, something ridiculous. And nobody was expecting it. And the networks, you know, the, the, the NHL shows you who's going to be broadcasting the games, right? And this was supposed to be, you know, a regular game right on the NHL network. We should all have been able to watch it. The very last minute, I'm not kidding you, I was watching it. They flipped it to national TV because they were a hot team. And it blacked me out. I friggin' raged, <laughs> you know. I messaged everybody in the world going, you can't pull this crap, you know. It's... And, you know, literally five minutes before puck drop and you switch it to a nationally televised, you know, NBC game now. I'm like, this is BS, right? And if they figure out a good way of doing this, right? So part of it is, you know, I know some people don't have it in their budget to pay for huge high packages, right? So a lot of people are going to illegal streams for games. If you come up with a reasonable package for people, they should subscribe to it, right? So. Yeah. They got to do their instead homework. of trying to scramble to find ways to do it, you know, through free streams. Yeah, exactly it. So there's a way to get this accomplished, right? But let's be honest, like the biggest money makers for all all sports have been big television contracts, right? And then marketing, right? Those are the big things. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see the impact this one has in the league, especially after COVID, right? So. Yeah. I've got to read more on this article before I can really comment more to see exactly why it was, but I'm wondering if they were losing their shirts because they had these big contracts out and right. COVID killed them, right? So that could be why they're walking away from it. I just don't know enough to really give a you know, really good informed opinion on it. Yeah, I I think they got to fix it. I mean, I just don't feel like I should – if I pay for an NHL package, I should be getting all the NHL games – if and, and it includes the playoffs. I mean, I will pay for a playoff package if that gets me all the games. But yeah. I have to switch to Sling TV every year because Sling is the most affordable, and I know I can get all the games. Um, but I've also randomly subscribed, depending on the time of the year, I randomly subscribe to Fubo or randomly subscribe to Hulu. It just depends on who's going to give me what I want. And with, with Sling TV, like I could get Aussie rules, football and stuff like that, but I can't get all the games, so... I'm just getting an Aussie Rules football package this year, and t- today, in fact, because the season starts today um, in Australia. Um, and so I think if they came up with a reasonable, just anything reasonable, that's all I'm asking for is something reasonable. I'll pay for it if it's reasonable. And they'll make a ton of money if they do that. You know, they just got to move ahead with the times, you know, Netflix, YouTube TV, all these other streaming services are taking over. People don't want to sit through a thousand commercials and people will pay extra not to. You know, you can do that with like Hulu and all these other ones. You can just skip commercials on, you know, recorded shows already and stuff. You, obviously, live TV, you can't skip commercials. But, you know, if they have a muting option, especially NHL, that's another one. If they have a muting option, can, can I just select the package that I don't watch any commercials, including the NHL's commercial? They show every single commercial break. Yeah, the ones where it's the best saves from four years ago. Not in our house. I'm like, I hate this commercial. I hate everyone in it. 
You know, I'm just sick of it. It's so bad. It's like if it happened once a game, I could handle it. Switch the commercials up. I don't care what you got to switch the commercials up or go mute. Playing the same commercials every single commercial break. You know, you, know you know which one kills me right now, and I don't know if you get them, Seabass, because your 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 uh, your commercials will be different than ours, right? But um, it's the Fanatics one, you know. It's that, that one. Yeah, that yeah, and the, the thing is, it's it's again showing teams that you know, like they're ending the commercial with a guy like really pumped flashing off his Pittsburgh Penguins shirt. I'm like, okay, guys, like there's, okay, it's time to move back past the Pittsburgh Penguins thing. Like they're on their way down. Start promoting the up and coming teams. I'm like, geez, NHL, like you know, it's just no different. It's always the same teams that they're pushing. Always yeah, the same. Yeah, all the time. They, like, they, so they grab, they grab a hold of a money maker and they just suck it dry until there's nothing left in them. Yeah, like like if if Chicago gets another outdoor game in the next 20 years, I'll be pissed off. No, no more, no more. Don't well, want Chicago's to see played outdoors before. Making them outdoor games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See Sebastian with the with the late on humor there. Yeah, it was it was it was the annual event. Oh, and Chicago will play outdoors this time. Um, Every time they're like, uh, and there will be some outdoor games this year. I'm like, so Chicago, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and whoever gets to play Chicago. I'm like, perfect. All right, here we go. Yeah, you know, and the funny thing about that, too, is it started off with the Montreal Canadiens and Flames, right? They wanted to start a Canadian tradition of an outdoor game, right? Get back to shinny, you know, type of thing and, and start it. And it, it was cool because it, you know, we had a few of them. And then I'm cool. Like the Lake Placid thing sounds pretty cool, which, by the way, it's going to be indoors. It's not on the ice. There was a press conference and one of the uh, players was making fun of one of his teammates going, you do realize we're playing in an arena. It's not on the actual lake. No, no, it's, it's, it's going to be outdoors. It just yeah. it won't. They'll be they'll be building a rink or not a rink. They'll be building a pad on the land. Yeah, that's what I mean. The guy thought he was playing on the actual lake. I, I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was playing on the lake too. <laughs> so it's funny. The guy during the press conference making fun of his teammates. I I was dying. But anyway, uh, yeah. So NHL, if you guys are listening, you know, get get with the times, fix it because it's gonna shift for everything on sports, right? It, yep. It's eventually gonna happen. Shift to an, uh, you know, a, you know, a streaming option because it's it's a lot. It's just it's just a trending of towards television now, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's that's all I got on that topic, boys. Uh, looking yeah, forward. Yeah, I think that's to a good spot. That's a good yeah. spot to wrap it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking some um, future NHL developments from the last couple of weeks you know, in the next podcast. And then hopefully we've got some more good fodder from the NWHL as well. Yeah. I think based off our upcoming schedule, it's a basically if next couple of weeks is a mix between the NWHL and the NHL. That's basically what the next couple of weeks look like. So, Hey, anyone listening, that's what you're going to be expecting from us. We might squeeze some other things in there, but uh, it's the next couple of weeks of podcasts are going to be NWHL and NHL. Have a great one hockey fans. Have a great day. And we'll catch you next time.